and welcome to the charge down. Um, our team this week is pretty much all about Italy. Well, it's well, it's Irish teams playing Italian teams. Well, specifically, it's Leinster and Ireland playing Italian teams. Um, we'll start off by looking back, going just going back over the uh, the last Leinster game, which was Benetton versus Leinster. Um, yeah, we'll just start there. What, what? So, somebody sparked my memory here. Start throwing out <laughs> shit that happened. We uh, won 37-25, if memory serves. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's, we won. That's a that's a helpful start. <laughs> it was a fairly tight um, first half. I think it was. Oh, sorry, I don't think I know it is. It was thirteen twenty, halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a penalty try after a mall, um, yeah. which is better. Like we 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 were attempting to score the try, but we didn't get it. And then he went, looked at it and said, well, penalty try. But he didn't give a yellow card, even though it's now mm. mandatory, I think, to give a yellow card with a penalty try. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. When was that brought in? It was brought in the last year or two. So he was in direct infringement of the rules? Yes. Fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a lot of The refereeing performance wasn't great. I thought it was a very stop-start. It wasn't an enjoyable match. It was Ben Whitehouse. I, I seem to recall I enjoyed it quite a bit. White House, yeah, White House. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just looking at the recap. Uh, one thing that stood out was James Ryan got a yellow card in that game. Yeah, which was uh, a he had two knock-ons that were very um, conspicuous, uh, and then he just kept on performing late in the game. He made a lot of big impacts. Yeah, I think he got quite angry. Yeah, I seem to remember there was a like five minute period where I watched him specifically because I could see him getting angry, and I I don't he seemed like a a monster like there was something he 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 really tapped into something primal like and I think we saw it a bit in the England match in the last Six Nations where he got worked mm. up a bit and like I don't I I'd like to see more of that from him I'd like to see I'd like to see some sort of Hulk esque and always <laughs> angry kind of thing from him no seriously if he could tap into that. I mean, like, he's clearly quality at the best of times. But, you know, a lot of people say, like, and I think you guys would agree about the lack of kind of bite and, I don't know, the lack of... Tugs. Grit, oh, the dog. Gri- lack of grit in the forwards. Or the <laughs> dog, yeah, that's a good way to describe it. And I think, like, he has it in him. But he needs to not... Unleashes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he needs to not fuck up for that to come out or... If he came out from minute one with that, like you would be laughing. I don't maybe it would tire him out loads, but yeah, that was a nice little ten minute period from him there. Uh well he's well rested for it, but not much. <laughs> uh, a fairly costly game in terms of injuries. Yeah, surprisingly so. Um <laughs> Deegan's season looks like it's over. Yeah. Lamar is out for sixteen weeks, so he's racing back to get uh, to next six nations. Yeah. Um a couple other Bruce, I think uh, Porter hurts his hamstring. I think it was, but he's hmm. he's back now. Obviously, did Sexton go off early with a hamstring? He didn't he went play. off in about twenty-two no, minutes. That was, that was previous game. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all blurring into one. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else happened? We had Hugo Keenan at fullback again, which yeah. seems to be his. Preferred position for Leinster, anyway. So, what did you think? Game? Did he did he I live up to the again? billing? I think 
he's pretty much the only one we have now where I'm like, if you don't, because I know I've said it before, but with fullback, if I notice you and it's in a bad way, it's not, not it's very, very not good. Yeah, yeah I get you. So if you play a whole game and I, you never show up in the negatives, that's a huge positive. <laughs> yeah, I get you. It's a position you don't want to fuck up in. Yeah. Right, I'm going to make a bold call here, right? Yep, go for it. We will not see Max Deegan in a Leinster blue shirt again. I think Ooh. we. I think we will, but this could be the um. The who who gets to move? Yeah, I mean, who, who's forced to go? Well, I, I see him as being the next Jordy Murphy kind of thing. Yeah, but Jordy Murphy was left when he's like twenty eight or something mm. <laughs> after a long career. Yeah, well, I, I think the background was less stacked when he left. Certainly less stacked with people of his age, if you know what I mean. There was a more. There's such a glut coming through right oh, now of young people. Fanafleer or Brian. Uh, he said was gone by the time he left. Um, Conan was there. It was just, it, he left because he wasn't getting game time. He thought, well, there's young lads coming through and there's guys my age and older starting. Mm. And then a bunch of people got injured and he played really well. <laughs> but he was trapped. Trapped up there. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know when you see... Uh... You just see one message on your notifications from like the WhatsApp or whatever. And uh, yeah. Rob, I saw your last message there during, during the afternoon. It was 18 months out for Levy, long way back. <laughs> I thought he was out there injuring himself. And I was like, oh my God. No. Another 18 months. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how unlucky can you be? When you said long way back, I was like, there's no, there's no way back from that. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose that's 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 a good uh, pivot point to the next game, also yes. against Italian opposition. Yes, against Zebre. And, and the uh, headline is he- Levy's back. Yeah, the headline is definitely that Levy is back. He's on the bench, named at number 23. But I doubt he'll come on in the back line, so we'll see how that yeah. pans out. He's been repurposed as a utility back. <laughs> <laughs> We're down yeah. Frawley. We need you to leave. <laughs> Get in there. Um... Looking at the team, yeah, it's uh, obviously because we have a huge contingent away with Ireland. Yeah. Um, we've got a good few guys who are either making their debut or are um, getting their first real run out, a uh, starting for Leinster, which is going to be interesting. Yeah, um, four people um, making their Leinster debut, assuming everyone comes on. Mm. We have Dan Sheehan, who's a highly rated hooker, a big yeah. enough lad for us, six foot three, I think. Um, and he got a senior contract without playing a single game for the, the first team. So obviously rated considering Tracy's on the bench there. Hmm. We have Liam Turner, who I know nothing about. He's down yeah. center. I think he's a small enough center. That's what I've read as well, which yeah. I don't really know anything about him, which is, I, I actually kind of like that about these kind of players. Cause it's like, I just go into a completely blank slate and I'm like, see what you can do. We have Parker, the reserve tight end, who's on on a short term loan because we're out of uh, players. Mm. Uh, and Hawkshaw, who's considered quite a quite a prospect, ten twelve, mm. uh, played fifteen as well, I think. A uh, bit light again, I think, an injury prone, but it'll be interesting to see him if he comes on. I like him for his name alone. Yeah. Hawkshaw. Him with Henshaw. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the combination. Uh, the, uh, the combination, Henshaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Is there anyone in particular that you're kind of curious to see and see how they pan out? Um, like uh, I think with Levy is if he gets onto the field, that's a win for me. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I, I'm not expecting really anything too crazy. Well, um, I I always like to be surprised, like Rob, you're saying about Liam Turner, like you don't know who's going to turn up. Mm. I like that. Like <laughs> Turner will, <laughs> you know. It's like a, it's like a sort of a lucky bag, if you will. And I think there's now, there's now more of a lucky bag player than Dave Carney. So I'm excited. (laughs) I think to to have him back in the fold, see what he can do. Just surprise me, like. (laughs) (laughs) He was training back as well after pulling his hamstring in that first game for um, Leinster in the season. Mm. Uh, He's uh, David Toner's 250th game, which is a big, big milestone. Did he get a T-shirt? Sure, he has. Big death. I think, yeah, I think I he think has. He did. Yeah, yeah. Big death. Oh come on! It could be something like that. For fuck's sake! <laughs> and Dave Carney is 150th, which is another uh, pretty big milestone. Absolutely. Um, Luke McGrath is at nine now with Harry Byrne. Yeah, he looks like he's um. Definitely, well, he's at our hundred percent being relegated because Gibson Park is now on the bench for Ireland. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Like, by the time Har- uh, Sexton retires, Harry Byrne could be number one out half, and that's how you. Then <laughs> the road to it is through games like this. Mm, absolutely. That's Devon Towner's T-shirt is actually kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting this live. I posted, I posted in there now. It's like sort of creative. I like it. The real dev. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Better than just big dev, anyway. <laughs> what a difference one word makes. <laughs> he seems happy enough with it. Of course he is. He's, He's got a t-shirt. I'd, I'd wear that. <laughs> um, Sorry, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned the caps then. Is who um, I like the team. I think that's the pack will be relied on to win first. Yeah, um, and I, I think this is going to be a Zebra team who's without any internationals, so we should be looking to win. Has there been any rumblings on like crowds or anything? Oh, there's uh, no crowd in the Ulster game now after having 600 last time. Yep. So it's a, if anything, it's going to be less likely to have crowds. Yeah. We we might get crowds. I'm thinking next year. Well, yeah, the, maybe if they move some of the interpros or some of the European games, there might be a minimum crowd until the next lockdown and <laughs> we'll go through this whole crap again. And I like to. I keep remembering uh, when we did the bold predictions to start the season. Dave had the that we won't finish the season. Yeah. And and uh, I'm starting to think every day like that's more and more likely that games start getting dropped and. Well, if you look at it in a wider European context, I think it's likely enough. But yeah. if you were to look at it in a specific Irish context, I would say no. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah, because they said they would like to carve out an exception for hmm. rugby or at least professional sport or something, yes. even in level five. So, yes, I'm just saying. Like, um, so far, Leinster in particular have been. I wouldn't say lucky because none of us. This is down yeah. to luck, but. Um, they haven't had any close calls, whereas a bunch of the other provinces have had a few players or academy players coming up. And 
And it's just like I know I think Munster had to rotate heavily because they had a close contact issue and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. I don't know, it's just something to watch as we go forward. Um, what yeah, about um, the Heineken Cup? Yeah. That, When's that starting? Look, like? uh, pretty supposed much to be after the um, alternations. So that's December, start of December. Jeez, yeah, it's an endless stream, isn't it? It is. It's actually class. If if they can hold it together, it'll be brilliant. <laughs> if they can hold it together, <laughs> just imagine someone there just trying to hold the reins. Yeah. Hold back some. Play. Like uh, Louis McGuire, Spider Man, holding that. <laughs> yeah. Train. <laughs> okay. Um. Is there any other thoughts from that? Oh yeah, I saw on the Zebra team actually has two former Leinster players in it: Ian Nagel and Mick Kearney. Mick oh. Kearney. <laughs> Who? Mick Kearney and Ian Nagel. See the second both row. Second yep, both second rows. So Bad that'd be. Uh, Leinster powerhouse. They're going to be driving through. Did you yeah. do fear Ian Nagel? <laughs> Ian Nagel's one that he was. I remember he. I think he made his monster debut against the All Blacks in 2008. And everyone was like, oh, this guy's going to be... No. I thought it was him, wasn't it? He played against Australia and one man in the match. Oh, was it that Around one? 2010. Yeah. Um, and he played great. It was like a real stormy weather game. People were like, oh, this guy's the future in second row. Yeah, that's it. It was against Australia. Um, and then it just didn't turn out like that at all. Then his career kind of gets derailed and he kind of goes everywhere. I think we fall victim to that a bit. How do you mean? Just overly investing in a young player. Yeah, and thinking, okay, this goes to future. This goes to future. Like Rob, uh, I seem to bit. recall like when when Ross Maloney first hit the scene, you were a big <laughs> proponent of Ross Maloney. Though. I don't remember that, but maybe I was. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I was. No, maybe you were. Maybe you weren't. But I like we just. I think it's uh, just based on the amount of talent we have coming through at the minute. Mm. It's almost inevitable that you're looking at some of these people thinking. Well, here's the next like Brian O'Driscoll or whatever, and then mm. you know they can't all be fucking Brian O'Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, trying to think like um, who, who didn't who, achieve their greatness. Uh, I thought Peter Dooley be a bit better than he was than he is now. Like, because like, like not just, like, he's a poor player. Just I mean, his trajectory like four or five years ago. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe three to four years ago, poor Wackers. Like this young player comes through, does really well, and then puts pressure on the starting props. Mm. I thought, okay, this guy will be maybe an international in a couple of years and this mainstay lens service. Just doesn't happen. Well, I bought in really hard to the cult of Barry Daly, which mm. didn't really that's work out. No, that's injury prone. I know, I know, I know, but I feel stung from it or something. Betrayed. I I just Betrayed think you're I distinctly remember Luke McGrath being referred to as the Messiah. <laughs> yeah. He's a really good scrum half. <laughs> um, I don't Leinster underage, and we had had one for those ages. Yeah. And now he's had a good career. Oh, he's yeah. Captain Leinster, plays for Ireland. Played for Ireland, perhaps. <laughs> um, has been number one or at worst number two for Leinster since mm. five years or so. But, but yeah, like he'd, he'd be someone I expect to have the same impact as a, um, like a Levy or maybe like a Porter or something like that. Someone who's mm. definitely an international or something along those lines. Well, I mm. guess what has this in my head is I don't know if you saw it on Reddit there with the the new Callum Clark. I think his name might be. 
Yeah, Nguyen, for Wing, who seems to have crashed Caleb off. Clark. Yeah. Caleb, Caleb Clark, yeah. Okay. Callum Clark is a Northampton ex Yeah, the guy who broke the arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're drawing comparisons to like John Alomu and all this. Yeah. They don't even look that similar. Or his father, Ronnie Clark. His father, father wasn't all black, but I'm not for sure if he was a wing. That would be a better comparison, I think. But it stunk of like we've been denied enjoyment and rugby for however long. And now here's someone providing that. So let's dump all our hopes and dreams into this person's shoulders. And mm. it looks like a recipe for disaster to me. Like, I don't know. Can you? Like that? They said they said that same thing about uh, Julian Savea as well. Yep. And he then it all. Gentleman. He was uh, pretty dominant for good few years, and then it all fell apart very quickly. Then that's he discovered cake. He's gonna do. Yeah, they chew them up and spit them out. No, it's not that. It's just like <laughs> they have a wing. He's playing well, and they'll they'll drop him and pick someone else after his his, his, his use is done. Mm. <laughs> you mentioned it a couple of times, but it's like does Doug Howlett still have the try scoring record? Yeah, and and um, Savea was like one or two off at the age twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Well, we think someone like Lamore or Stockdale's as well. He's got ten more years or something in the Irish team. Mm. Because he came too really early, therefore, what well, do you want to say? Is he already performing? No. Okay, gone. Next. To be so lucky, huh? I think uh, like Dave Carney was training with the Irish squad, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yep. He's got they'll his back. They'll need his Stevie. Rock presentations. <laughs> we need solid presentations. Uh, so, so that's another good segue. It's almost like we planned these. Yes, almost. <laughs> okay. We'll um segue into the Ireland Italy team. Um Yeah, it's a pretty good team. Yeah. Um I think straight away I'm just gonna hone in on the new fullback because I was just thinking there since Rob Kearney left, we've kind of had a bit of a a not I wouldn't say a revolving door, but we've definitely been looking to find someone who can play fullback and we've he's opted for Stockdale here. Um, I just just looking at the team there, I just thought, um, noticed this that we have uh, Keenan on one wing, mm. and Conway on another. Both who've played fullback, and Keenan is a fullback by trade. Yep. So like Stockdale should be getting a lot of help from that point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, Conway obviously an excellent chaser of the ball, good contester in the air, and Keenan, from what I've seen, is very good in that uh, aspect as well. Particularly when he made does double tackle against uh, Saracens. Mm. And also just clattering people in the tackle, something Stockdale failed to do against England. And a lot of Stockdale's weaknesses can be um, hidden, I suppose, at fullback. Because the type of tackle you have to make is different. Mm. Uh, the type of game is different. So he's, he got torn up against Toulouse. But then again, like a lot of players do when they're faced against. Uh, that really small winger whose name is Colby. Yes, Colby. thank you. It's <laughs> um, completely blank there. <laughs> um, so, like, t- in terms of back three, I like it, considering what we have at the moment. Well, uh, c- centers, know. I think, pick themselves. Yeah. Sexton, yeah, that makes sense. Murray, I'm disappointed that he's there. Yes. Um, that's that's the big issue for me. Is it a political choice then? 
No, that, that, you know what? Okay, I understand why he's picking a strong squad. I get it. They've been rugby gap for a while, but the disrespect Italy notions that usually flies around. Like, I feel like there's not enough disrespect Italy in this team. <laughs> there's not enough. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, <laughs> well, there's a couple of things like. Hello. Yeah, we just we just lost uh, Craig. Our um, recording. Uh, bot. What's so, a recording bot for our viewers? Uh, what, what do you mean? What is it like? It's, I don't know. What do you mean viewers? I just say. Yeah. <laughs> I just you tell guys aren't doing a visual <laughs> No, it's uh, it's all audio now, which is uh, clean. The future. Yes. Pivot to audio. Yes. Radio but, killed uh, the video star. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I think we were talking about Conor Murray um getting a. Boo. Getting another run in the Ireland team. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Mm. Gibson Parks on the bench, which is nice to see. Um, would have had Marmion or Cooney in there somewhere. But do you not think the the Italy match in Six Nations historically has been about experimentation yeah. and, as I said, that disrespect element. Now, it's the first match back after a while, so you, you get why he might have picked a stronger team than he otherwise might have. But I, I think like he's a new coach. You, he should stick with the tried and tested, unless he's that nervous about losing, which is no. A I, I don't think. Um, I think the major thing is that this is coming back after six months out of international duty. Yeah, because mm. he, well, he, he named Cooney to start. Uh, I think the Italy game that was cancelled. Mm. That was more experimental, not experimental team, but a rotated team. Yeah. Um, I think now we're looking to get the get the points here. Get 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 the guarantee the five points and try to put as many match points up as possible. Yeah, I, um, I suppose if you do look at it from his perspective as well, yeah. if he came in after this time as being relatively new and then did lose against Italy, like you know, oh, that shouldn't be entering the conversation whatsoever. Was I sure he has thought of it? Yeah, I know they do. They have to. They have to think about it like that. But like realistically speaking, that if you're challenging for Six Nations, you you shouldn't be. Losing to Italy, or you shouldn't be failing to bonus point Italy. True. Mm. Um, at this are stage, we still, are we still in contention then? Yeah. Oh, we have two bonus point wins and we win automatically. Like yeah. no one can stop us. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought we were doing bad. I had it in my head that we were doing bad. No, we were performing poorly enough. The Scottish game was a tight win. Wales mm. game was a good win, and then mm. we got hammered by England. Yes. Okay. Obviously, that put some sort of. And France were doing well at the time. So we're still assuming we're going to win to them. Okay, and we're going to be playing France after this, is it? Yep, in Paris. All right, that's probably why then. But uh, yeah, that that fills me with a lot of hope, actually. Hmm? I'm kind of glad this team doesn't have much disrespect to Italy then, <laughs> since there's stuff to play for. Um, I'm just looking at the team there again. Okay, so the back row, I think, is interesting. you got Doris, Connors, and Stander. Um, yeah. Connor's making his debut. Uh, Peter Romani's been kicked to the bench. Yeah. Why is, um, he, why is he on the bench? Like, wh- why? Yeah, it's tricky. It's a political thing. Like, <laughs> fuck off with your politics. Pick the people based on form. What is he? Is he a super sub with tons of energy looking to prove himself off the bench? No, he's an established old hog. Um, I'm happy that he's not like the, the back row that is being picked is um, starting. I think both of them have earned it and Sander deserved to keep his pace. Yeah, mm. I can agree with that. Um, 
okay, like I would have had Reese Ruddock or Va- Van de Fleer on the bench. Mm. Um, but like I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, it's not a major issue for me though. Man, he's on the it's bench. It's not a major issue for me, but you have to ask the question. Yes. Now, if by the end of the the block here, we've got our new back row in and Omani's out, I'm happy enough. Or if Omani comes back and plays really well somehow, like that's happy as well. But um, I, th- I don't think it's bad to have someone like that experience on the bench mm. and dropping him give a kick up his arse. Um, second rows, like okay, we're we're down several second rows, and if you're not bring if you're not bringing in toner, which I think is correct at this stage. Mm. Burn, yeah, I'm happy enough. Again, well, against Italy, at least. Mm. I know you, you said previously you had concerns about his yeah. bulk at international level. Or top at European level, to be honest. Yep. Mm. Um, front row, yeah, as pretty much was going to get picked. Mm. So you'd be happier if Baird was there, would yeah. you? Like, the, it's a bit... bit not rushed, but it's just meteoric. Meteoric rise, like uh, Keenan, not Keenan to degree, because he's been around for a few seasons. Mm. But this last few months have been great for Keenan. That's why he's in the team. But also because we have several injuries now, and injuries are piling up. Uh... Sorry, I just I just noticed it's Aki at uh, twelve and not yeah. Henshaw. And when someone said. The centres pick themselves. I agreed, <laughs> assuming it was Henshaw and Rickrows, and obviously it's not. Obviously, the centres don't pick themselves. At least in my head versus what's in your head. I mean, it's not that much of a difference between the two of them, but I no, but I, I in my mind, Akisa always starts. Like there, there might not be too big of a performance difference, but Bundy's was better, so pick him. Yeah, I guess he does shine in. Connacht, where I don't think Henshaw shines in a better team, if you know what I mean. Then again, it's probably harder to shine in a better team. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I was impressed with Bundy, though, I think. Certainly that match, I think, did Connacht get a, two red cards? Was that recently? That was um, against Munster in... Yes, the just after lockdown. Yeah. yeah, I was very impressed with him in that match, I think. Uh, hmm. Showed great heart. I mean... It, it was a lot closer than it probably should have been with two red cards, but yeah, no, I think uh, he shines down there, so there's no reason not to have him there. But I think pick themselves is a bit disrespectful to Henshaw. No, not my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's I think we've we've hit this sweet spot with the centers where between the three lads, Henshaw, Ringrose, and Aki, I think they've all got decent experience at and um, playing with each other and. Playing the different positions, yeah. well, maybe not thirteen, but I, I I like the way we can kind of mix and match and pick the hot hand out of those three. Yeah, and Chris Farrell is there, floating around there somewhere. Yeah, it looks like in twenty eighteen that mm. Chris Farrell just come in and be the the backup thirteen, and we could do the same thing. Mm. He hasn't continued in the same vein of form, but I wouldn't be well losing Ringos is a blow, but I wouldn't be tearing my hair out mm. if uh, Farrell had to come in. Yes. Um, all right, will we move on to is, then? Uh, can I just uh, is Parise yeah. getting his send off? Do we know? I'll, ch- I'll check. He, I think he was in the was he in the Baba squad? Who knows? And it's been cancelled. He'll never get his fuck's <laughs> sake. That man deserves some sort of send off or 
Because, like, think about, think about, like, big-name players. He is Italy's big-name player for the last, like, what, 15 years? You think Italy, you think Parisa. I think he deserves some level of accolade. Or, well, I guess his career is accolade enough, but... Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't see. I don't see him named. But one interesting um, thing in that game actually is Fergus McFadden is a uh, in the Barbarian squad. Yeah. So that's cool. Didn't he retire? Yeah, he is. But this is his send off. I wonder oh, if he. Okay. I wonder if he was the one who broke the quarantine. <laughs> is if someone broke quarantine? Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my out. They went to take a cover to the pub or something. Hmm. And looking at that team, it's it's heavy English team. So Can you post it, it there, Rob? Okay. When's this match on? Who are they playing? England. England. Oh, okay. This weekend? Yep, on Sunday. Or maybe not. Or maybe not, because they need to be able to field players. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And then um, Wales are playing France, and they both named pretty stacked squads. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I'll probably end up watching that. So obviously France can probably still win the Six Nations then, based on you guys saying they were good last time. Yeah, if they yep. beat us. I'm not sure what exactly they need, but they it, it could turn into a points difference between them and uh, England. I think England probably have an advantage over them that way. And what about Wales then? No, they, they lost to us. They lost to uh, England. Great. Yep. Scotland are actually ahead of us in the table now, which is a quirk of the fact that we haven't played a. Yeah, they played one more game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do they see. have uh, what's his face? Duhan van der Meer, I see. Yep. Scotland see. are playing. Scotland are playing Georgia on Friday, and Duhan will make his uh, debut. I want to see that. I want to see if you can make the step up from Pro 14 plebs to the yeah. to the elite creme de la creme of Georgian wings that I can only assume. <laughs> But it, so is, good. it is also it kind of brings it into focus too the James Lowe situation. Um, he was in he's still in the Irish squad and wasn't released back to Leinster, so they obviously want They're to keep him in there until November. <laughs> yep, but it, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in. Who do you think will fare better from Duhan in Scotland versus James Lowe here? Who's going to win more games, or who's going to form? <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll build more of a long-lasting international career in their position. Say, probably Duhan. I think he's a few years younger. Mm. I think Duhan uh, just won't. Well, I don't know. Like maybe he'll find international rugby is just like the other rugby, but um, <laughs> he's got a crazy. His stat line is just crazy for Pro Fourteen. So. Like you're saying, I, I am very curious to see what he's like when you throw him up against George and um, Wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, is there any other rugby? Oh yeah, Monday Night Rugby, the first Monday Monster Night Rugby. Rugby. Yep, Munster versus Cardiff on Monday night. It'll be live on TG Car. Is this lockdown special? Well, yeah. Well, it's. I think it's some of it's because there's no crowds. They're 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 kind of wanting to spread things around and get more prime time. Um. I wonder if they'll keep going with it if when if and when we get crowds back. Uh it'll be I interesting. Think yeah. Think that no, no. Think about like think about 
I would say one of the main drivers of economic value from live sporting events is the drink and food <laughs> and stuff. No, like, just think about it. Drink and food sold at the venue. It's so true. you put that on a Monday night. Now, I think rugby's possibly a little bit different, but I'd say it's still much the same in that people mm. drink and that's where the money comes from. Like, But yep. uh, yeah, I don't see that carrying over. <laughs> I think it'll, it'll be interesting anyway. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, obviously like uh, I'll watch any Irish team really, so I'm pretty happy with the extra game on the Monday then. Yeah, the interesting um, yeah, fans is. Yep. Um, is there any other? That's it, really. I think for the oh, we could talk about uh, not South Africa. I think pulled out of the rugby championship. Oh yeah, they rug- yeah. pulled out of the rugby championship. So leave left just Argentina, New Zealand, and Australia. Um, so, so Southern Hemisphere seems to be in a bit of a flux at the minute. I think, yeah, and you know what? Is. I think uh, it's largely predicated on the dominance of New Zealand, or at least that's the sense I get from it. Uh, maybe also the time dis- the time the time difference is really setting yeah. the bite. But the time uh, I get Argentina were added in, but the time difference was always there for yeah, it was always a problem. Yeah. Like imagine watching a, a rugby match at nine AM in the morning or maybe eleven o'clock at night or something. Hmm. Due to the differences. Yeah. Like, like the a lot of the casual fans just won't do that. So, are we witnessing the death of Southern Hemisphere rugby? No, it was uh, probably not good for them. And you imagine that South Africa will look to get into the Six Nations sooner rather than later. I don't want that to happen, Neil. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dave, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Tell them I don't want it to happen. <laughs> Tell the people. Yeah, um, it is an interesting little uh, subplot that's going on at the moment. Sorry, Rob, go on. With the South African teams, well, joining the pro whatever it's going to be called, um, yeah, the doors are starting to open, I think. That worries me greatly because you guys assured me that (laughs) the South African teams wouldn't be joining the Pro 14. Not the Cheetahs and Kings, but the others. They're like, nah, 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 nah. (laughs) Nah, 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 every week. Nah, 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 nah. And then they somehow weasel their way in i can only imagine they put a sack of money on the right person's desk and here we are and now this is south africa joined the six nations and i imagine it'll be a few weeks of na 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 not gonna happen and then boom the historic it was the first ever international rugby tournament wasn't it the six nations, six nations yes yeah the history it's gonna be just flushed down the toilet for a bit of cash cash on a table (laughs) did you say I didn't say that when Italy joined no I said it was said when Italy joined I'm not sure what opinion you had about Italian rugby 20 years ago (laughs) none I can assure you (laughs) which is probably roughly equivalent to today Um, I'm trying to think um yeah, that's one to watch going forward. What happens with South Africa and South African teams? Um, that is there anything else? I suppose yeah, we're we're heading into the. This is the beginning of this huge a big block uh, of, chunk of rugby. Yeah, which pretty much doesn't stop if things going well. Doesn't stop until I don't know 
well into next year, which January is, maybe yeah. might be with a small break. Yep. So it's going to be a really demanding time for a lot of the players, I imagine. I thought you were going to say for the fans. So I said, yeah. "Ooh, shaping up to be a tough time." Feeling like eight, six, seven hours a day. <laughs> Watching all that rugby, real tough. Yeah, the the depths of squads I think will be tested. Mm. Certainly, like just looking at this like next few months, it's nearly mm. week in week out of basically top level. Then it yep. gets back into Europe. Like I, I don't know. Would the likes of say Scottish rugby have? The depth. I don't see them having the depth. You'll have to re- rotate anyway, so. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I suppose. I'd like to actually. This is something I was thinking about, and I think Border Reavers or something is something you guys mm. have said. I'd like to see a third Scottish club, and I know the depth, and uh, you're just making the worst team. <laughs> but I think 